0: I'm Paulina. Hi, I'm Bracia.
1: And we're sisters, friends, daughters, wives, and business owners. And we're just following our dreams, you know, working to be a better version of ourselves every day. All right. And we're also moms. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Supermama, Supermama Sisterhood. Sisterhood. Hello. Hello. Hi, Supermamas. Hello, everyone.
0: How are you, sister? I, I'm good. I see you through the screen. I haven't seen you in a while in person.
1: You know, I feel like, do you are you even here anymore?
0: I don't know. Am I? I, I don't know. You might be just looking at a, 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 a hologram. Hologram, you know, that's the new thing. Am I here? I Am I not? I know. You don't know what my background Oaxaca? is.
1: How was Did you have a good time? I'm so glad you went. I had such a good time. See, like, oh, I'm so good. I, this I'm whole episode lie. is like, about... This whole episode is about your Oaxaca trip. We interviewed Rebecca, who you went with. It's such a different experience. And I'm so glad you had a good time. I know in the interview, I feel a little bit like, I felt a little like, I think I come across a little haterish, but I'm like, let me say something. I was not hating. I was just talking (laughs) about me and how I am very different than you.
0: We are very different. We are very different. That's what makes us...
1: But I also want to say how happy I am that you had the best time. Because as Rebecca was explaining how she does her trips, I could just see you thrive in that environment <laughs> and how happy you probably were. So I'm very glad. I was. I was really
0: happy. I mean, on many levels. I was just really happy to be back at uh, de los Muertos because, dude, I mean, have you been back since we moved to Fourier de los Muertos? Mm, since we I've moved to, to the U.S.?
1: Yes, I've gone twice. Oh, you
0: have? Mm-hmm. I haven't. That was the first time that I go back and... Well, first of all, Oaxaca City was crazy. I like, told you, <laughs> crazy. But I didn't spend. I didn't stay in Oaxaca City. That's I good. Stayed in Mitla, yeah, yeah. I stayed Which in Mitla. The best part. It is the best part. And it's the best part because Mitla, Brisa, I mean, I'm sure you went, but Mitla is the same as like 30 years ago. Like, mm-hmm. it's the same traditions. It's the same thing. It's the same like you know, Tio Dago was sitting on grandma's house the whole day by himself, yeah. just sitting there. Just chilling. Because mm-hmm. he's waiting, just chilling and waiting and going to the Panteón and going to don't Mataplan. Don't you remember,
1: don't you remember one time our cousins came over the restaurant to just sit and have chocolate yes. next to the altar and we were yeah. like, what are you doing here? No, because and you know what? Mm-hmm. That is what you do. You go and you That's sit and you, you chill do. and like, you just hang.
0: Yeah. I mean, the Other los Muertas is all about family. Like, it's the one mm-hmm. day where every house's door is open. Every yeah. house in Mitla is open. And all you see inside is families hanging out and just being with each other and just being with family. Like it was, it was such a
1: beautiful. It was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. They're going to remember this forever.
0: Yeah. When mom turned on the copal at noon to receive hmm. them. She started so crying special. and I was like crying with her. And I was like, oh, mom, you know, we were crying together, like just because receiving I'm grandma. Sure she remem-
1: yeah, I'm sure she remembers her yeah. dad, right? And, and, you know, when she, she's been receiving her dad since she was 19, 20, 19,
0: no, 20? 18, 19? 18, 19. 19? Yeah. So I'm sure and for you her
1: know- to be back in Mitla and to do that now with her daughter and her granddaughters, was just so special. And the crazy thing,
0: you know how people sometimes don't believe in the de los Muertos? Let me tell you something that happened. We were there. So we put the altar, right? And then on one side is grandma and the other side is grandpa. And so mom turns on a cigarette, right? You know how like the cigarettes, cigarette. I realize how like meaningful cigarettes are in Oaxaca, by the way. Cigarettes mm-hmm. have a whole other meaning in Oaxaca. It's not about smoking. Like, eh, I just want to smoke. C- cigarettes and mezcal are very ceremonial, I realize. Like, cigarettes have a big part of, like, culture over there. Mm-hmm. But mom turned on a cigarette on each side and poured a shot of mezcal for both sides. On grandma's side, and she was putting all the altar, you know, she put the altar. She was like, oh, let's help me put the altar. And then didn't allow anyone to help her.
1: Uh, but of that's a whole course. other
0: story. Sounds like uh, mom. You know, so she puts the altar in, like, 10 minutes together and then she puts the apples and grandma's side, the apple kills falling. It keeps falling and keeps falling. Of course, that and sounds like could grandma. And we keep putting it back. And we keep putting it back. And then, at, you know, and then she puts the cigarettes and then she puts a shot on skull. The cigarette on grandma's side turned off at half the cigarette. Just turned off completely. Grandpa's side, the whole thing, just it just burned right away. The next morning, when we come down, grandma's shot of mezcal is halfway. Grandpa's shot is gone. Completely gone. And the apples on grandma's side are like all fallen down. And grandpa's side are like all there. And I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Because it was, I mean, for us that we, that we actually truly believe in that they are here with us, that they were there. The energy that you feel that day in Mitla is insane. Like I don't even know how to explain. It. Mom kept telling me, "Oh, you're going to see the energy that you feel." And I was like, "I don't understand what that means." But now I get it. Like it just feels such a like como te explico? It just feels like like there's a lot of people with you. You don't feel alone the whole time that you're there. And we went to visit different altares. And we went to visit this house that I know you've been to, the El Señor Epifanio, where he has mm. like a bunch of antiques in there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We went into this room. Well, I didn't. Yeah. They went into this room.
1: My homie, and the
0: When people went into this room, Brisa, they all started crying. Everyone that went in yeah. the room, they
1: were like, because ah. his shit's powerful, though. Like, it's is power- powerful. Is powerful even when it's not the de los Muertos. Like, you walk in there <laughs> even in not de los Muertos and you walk out like a different person. Because this house is a vibe. It is insane. Like, being
0: in Mitla and just seeing the altares, and I mean, it was just great. It was great being with mom and dad. Mom and dad were, like, really happy.
1: Aww. And
0: they love, like, telling stories. You know, they're such good storytellers. You know, mom and dad, they were just, like, telling stories. And we had the best mole in the whole world. I know, like, I don't know. Mom's mole just keeps getting better and better and better and better. It was so Was it so the one that her and mole? I
1: made? Or did she make I it? I don't
0: know. No, she made it. She made a mole especially for that day. Uh, because Thursday before she started okay, making
1: got it. it. I'm out here trying to take yeah. it. Because we made one when we went there and she said, I'm gonna freeze it and make and use this for muertos because we made a lot. So I don't know if that's oh. the one that she she, probably she said she herself. started making
0: it on the Thursday Got before.
1: It. Look at me. Here I am trying to take credit. I'm like, was it? Because <laughs> I was involved.
0: <laughs> no, it was mom's mole. Um, no, and it was yeah, great. Of I mean, mom's. It She's was queen. It was incredible. She is. She really is. Then we did go to the city later, but we mainly stayed in the towns. We went to small towns.
1: Small towns, Mitla, it's where it's at. But the city's also like beautiful. It's so vibrant. It is. And you get to actually see where Muertos originates from. And it's beautiful. I mean, I think it's the heart, the essence, the soul of everything Mexico. We don't have to sell you in Oaxaca, guys. You already know who we are. So it is Go to Oaxaca.
0: At any point, at any point in the year, it's beautiful. It's magical. But yeah, I mean, that's where I was. I ate a lot. I drank a lot of mezcal. And you know what? Also, like, I was drinking a lot of mezcal, but I never got drunk, which is crazy because that's what people do Mexico in
1: Oaxaca. Do you know what my new shit is, Paulina? What? Like, my new shit. People are like, I mean, I'm sure some people are like, eh, eh but whatever. Judge me. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I'm, like, kind of in this vibe where I don't drink mezcal out of, like, outside of Oaxaca. Like, if I'm going to drink mezcal, mm-hmm. I will do it mm-hmm. just in Oaxaca. Like, when I'm in L.A., I'm good on mezcal. I can drink other things, but when I'm in Oaxaca, that's, that's, that's when I'm going to drink mezcal. I, I've made that, I've made that decision of my life. If I'm drinking Mescal, I will reserve my Mescal experience for when I'm there,
0: not here. There was so much Mescal flowing. And the people that I went with were so surprised. They were like, oh my God, you're really serious. People drink Mescal like for anything. I'm like, "Do for anything. For mm-hmm. anything, you get to someone's house, they give you mezcal. You want to have breakfast, they give you mezcal. You meet someone, they give you mezcal. You go to at the Mezcal, they give you mezcal. Like, you feel sick, they give you mezcal. You feel good, they give like, there they We tried so many different mezcales, and then dad took us to that place where he gets his mezcal from. Mm-hmm. And we had so much more mezcal. Like, it was just mezcal, mezcal galore. It was just, I mean, it was great. I, it was an amazing experience to be there with the kids. The downside, I would say the flights were crazy. They canceled a bunch of our flights Some people had to go to Mexico City and then leave from there. I had to wait the next day and come. And but it was, you know, it was worth it. It was totally worth it. I was traveling with the kids. I was traveling with a bunch of people. Wait until you hear the interview to hear my experience. But honestly, I would do it again. I would travel with more people again. I was very skeptical. I was very on the fence. I was nervous. I was like, oh my God, what did I get myself into? Why did I do this? Why did I sign up for this? And then at the end, I was like, oh, that was amazing. Let's do it all over again. But again, I guess it also has to do with personality, right? Like I um, I love hanging out with people. I love, you know, being with my friends and just, it was great. It was a great group of people. And I came back and I got super sick. Super, super, super sick. Everyone's sick at home. Six is sick. Everyone's sick. Take care of you guys. Drink a lot of vitamin C. There's no appointments right now on Kaiser because it's overpacked. Apparently, everyone's getting sick today. Like nowadays. Oh, yeah. Did I you gotta, get
1: the notification about RSV? That was really scared yes. me because of your daughter.
0: It's scary. And and she's the one that's still in bed, coughing and fever. And, she, you know, I actually have an appointment later on today. That I could grab for her to take just to make sure. But you know, now I know I'm an expert mom on that. I have my oximeter. I was trying, ch- testing her oxygen all night long, uh, thermometers. Um, I have the essential oils going, the humidifier. I could put, yeah, puedo poner mi propia clinica <laughs> in my house. I have, I have it all. I have it all. But yeah, did you miss me? No, you didn't, you know. Of, of
1: course. No, you did. Of course I missed you.
0: No, you don't. I was talking to a, a couple of middle children okay. in, during my trip. Mm-hmm. I was I was talking to a couple of middle children during my trip, and I'm like, oh my God, it really is a middle children situation.
1: I met one the other day, and he was like not a middle child. He didn't have the syndrome, and I was like, get out of here. You're not part of us. No
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, way. Sabina the same. You know Lisette, the photographer? She's a middle child. She was like, I get oh, yeah. it. No, mm-hmm. yes, definitely. I, totally I understand. Vibed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i was 100%. like wow this is totally a middle children situation I, I i i met a few middle children and i was like you're just like what is you know,
1: i and met I like, one okay and i'm telling he wasn't vibing with i was like oh so you're the one who's not loved he's like actually no i'm the one who's loved the most and i was like <laughs> you're just a, goodbye i'm gonna move away <laughs> i'm unsubscribing from this conversation <laughs> oh my god that's so funny how
0: was halloween over here
1: oh halloween was awesome it's it was so week.
0: cute, my little boo. Mm. Why did you guys did you guys we go trigger
1: it. training? Yeah, we did, and I pulled it off, you know, I'm mom of the year. I did two. Oh, I did two costumes this year. Mm, what? Dude, what? I'm the new, you know what? Move over crafty chica. Brisa has arrived. <laughs> Dude, I made the bomb as Among Us costume from scratch. Scratch. My, my son and I went to Joanne's. We grabbed the felt. We got the glue gun. We got cardboard, and we went to town. And I realized, glue gun, felt, and cardboard—you can do anything, anything. And YouTube, actually, YouTube felt, cardboard, <laughs> and the glue gun. Dude, you can do anything with YouTube. Over. It's over. No, no. I'm. That's it. I'm. I'm mom. I have become mom. oh at the nighttime, I was just… And I was gluing stuff. I was making this thing. And my husband was sitting and there. At like, you know? It was. It was like 11 p.m. My husband was yeah. like, wow. He's <laughs> like, you have become your mother. I'm like, thank you. Actually, I'm going to take that as the biggest compliment because that's what I wanted. Like, that's the one of the best traits I think mom has. Just she's crafty. And mm-hmm. so I made that. And then… Because he wanted to be the Among Us character and I figured it out. And then the next day we were all going to do the Monsters, Inc. And I was like a little nervous if I wasn't going to pull it off or not because we, I literally put that together in 20 minutes.
2: Wow. And I'm telling
1: you, glue gun, felt, yarn, YouTube, let's go. I did it. I made him. Shout I made out him to her husband. I, I did it all. I made you, the costumes. I love your little hair. Your I little made those. That's for Polina, you. I made Aww. those. I made those. Who are you? I Who I'm telling you? you, there's a there's a side of me that y'all don't know about. There's mm. a soft, like warm. There's a soft fuzzy, side of you. There's a warm, fuzzy side, crappy well, mom that hugs her kids and tells them like <laughs> she loves them. There's a there's a side that people don't know about I don't believe that. Oof and then it comes that. out every, you know, that for that one night. <laughs> it I'm
0: comes out every
1: year on Halloween. I'm the opposite. I don't become a witch on Halloween. Like, I'm a witch all year. And then on Halloween, I become like Ada Madrina with her glue gun and felt and cardboard on her backpack. That's
0: what's up. That's what's up. So if you all need,
1: so if you need a costume, let me know. I'm about to open my Etsy store. (laughs) I was sell Obviously, this. Yeah. You know what? I should sell this Among Us because now I don't know what to do with it. So now it's like on my uh, son's. What do you mean? You room. recycle and you reuse it? No. Hello, I'm a crafty chica. I need to redo another one. So uh, I have it now in his room. Is like, but it's really, it's really cool. Like I did a really great job. So I'm like, should I sell it for next Halloween? What, what's going to happen here? I'll use it. Yeah. Let, use me know, it. let me know. Let me know. Sabina wants to be Among Us next year. I got the blue one.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know what's so funny? We went to paint bread in Oaxaca and one of the kids drew a Us on the, on the pan de muerto. <laughs> that was so funny. It's about crossover. Oh <laughs> anyway, so listen to the interview it's right gonna now. This is going to be the
1: Rebecca biggest,
0: the longest episode ever, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, listen to the episode. I don't think we're going to have a picker tip because no. the episode's already so long. For too long. So enjoy the interview. <laughs> enjoy the interview, guys. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. But. Welcome to the show, Rebecca. How are Hello. you? Hello. Good morning, ladies. Nice. Good morning. Simple. Nice to see you again. Yeah, it's <laughs> been so long. We've been we've been spending quite a lot of time lately together, and I wanted to have you on the show so we can talk about you know kind of like debrief all all of it together and share our experience with uh, traveling with kids. Before we start into the conversation, <laughs> can you please introduce yourself to the Supermama community? Tell them who you are, what you do, who you live with, and everything about Rebecca, please. Okay. Uh, good morning, hello, Supermamas.
2: I'm Rebecca Bernard. I am here, based in Los Angeles, but I am Costa Rican by origin, and I'm an educator by day, and my 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 bat job by night is that I um run an educational tour company for families, and I have designed youth programming around the world. We've done programs in Costa Rica, in Mexico, in Cuba, in España, and uh, mostly around like language and cultural immersion. And then I am an advocate for public education here in L.A. and do a lot of education equity work with and consultancy with different schools around
0: the city. Yay! Oh, well, you forgot. You forgot to add that we also went to Oaxaca together
1: well, in our trip.
0: Yes,
2: this last <laughs> this last trip, I, I said Mexico, but I wasn't specific, was I? Uh, this last trip was <laughs> to Oaxaca, and oh my gosh, I must say that it was. It, this trip has been one that like gave me chills from the moment we started thinking about it, talking about it, planning it. Mostly because thanks to you guys, to your family, I fell in love with Muertos. What eight years ago now? How is <laughs> yeah. How old is the oldest baby? She's 11. I know they were like three, right? So yeah, they were our, like three. our, our babies are neck and neck in age and, and in grade, they just started middle school this year. But I had the pleasure of like having all of your babies early. Well, two of them. And, you know, the way that you guys introduce Muertos to our school community and making the altar together and being able to learn about how you celebrate ancestry and the dead has literally stayed with me. It's like one of my favorite holidays. And even though it's not one that comes from my culture, I feel so such an affinity towards it. Like it's such a beautiful way to honor the past. And so mm-hmm. it was such a gift to be with you in Oaxaca and experience that through not only your eyes and your children's eyes, but like the eyes of your extended family it was magic.
0: <laughs> I know a little backstory, Rebecca, how I met Rebecca, you know, when I was pregnant with Krista, people started telling me that I needed to already start looking into schools. And one of the, my priorities has always been bilingualism and, you know, cultural immersion, just because of who I am, I guess that's been one of my priorities. And I remember someone introduced me to you when I was, when Krista was months old and we started getting, you know, we started just you know, hanging out. And I remember one day I knocked, I heard that you were opening a preschool that was bilingual and I was pregnant with Sabina and uh, you were building the place and I went and I knocked on your door and I was like, hi, my name is Paulina and I want to go here. <laughs> and sure I remember did. you almost like, you almost kicked me out because you were like, girl, you're pregnant. You can be in here. We're building. And I think that's when we started our friendship. Carissa uh, went to your preschool And that's where I met a lot of my inner circle, you know, a lot of my friends that are friends still today. We built a community, a beautiful community of, you know, families that were interested in like in sync with the same with the same interest. And I remember like we've talked about this trip forever, forever. We were talking about, you know, traveling with the kids. And I, I, you know, I've always done things with my kids. I've traveled with them since they were little, but I've never traveled with a large group. And I was nervous. We actually started planning this trip over two years ago. We were in Oaxaca the week that the world shut down. You and I together planning this mm-hmm. trip. And I remember we were sitting down at my parents' house on a Sunday laughing about COVID and thinking, <laughs> you know, with our friends in Oaxaca, thinking that it was a lie and a hoax. And we, we almost didn't make it back to the U.S. Yeah. And, you know, the world shut down. And two years later, we're like, we got to do this trip. And uh, I'm not going to lie. I was nervous because I was like, that's, you know, it's a lot of kids. It's a lot of people. But it was the most fantastic trip ever. Oh. I had never traveled with that many children. And I was in my mind, I was like, oh, my God, that's going to be so hard. Like, how are we going to do this? I don't even know how people do this. But the magic of seeing kids travel together it's the best thing for parents. I will say that it is the best thing for parents because the kids entertain each other. And yeah. the kids yeah. are with friends and they're having fun and the parents are having fun. And it was so it was it was it was so great to see and to experience to experience it with different to, with different families and different kids. And I wanted to come and talk about you know, just the experience itself, but also I think a lot of people are scared of traveling with kids. I was, I mean, I, I'm always scared of traveling with my own kids. I'm like, oh my God, you know, packing and doing all of this and how are we going to arrange and transportation and this and that. But the way that you set it up, I actually had, I mean, I actually just went with the flow and the way that you, the magic that you do behind the scenes and how you, set up everything. It was amazing. You know, (laughs) I, I was hosting, yes, I was hosting the trip, but I think it was a really, really fantastical experience that I wanted to talk about because, like I said, I think I know like my, you know, I I have friends that don't even go anywhere until they're like, oh, I want my kids to be older. I don't want to, I don't want to go through the hassle of doing this. I don't want to travel with the kids. But I think when you do it with a group, it's it's very different, but it's also really fun with the kids.
2: Yeah. I mean, half the work gets done for you, right? I, I remember the first trip I did this is this year, 2023 will be our 10th year. It'll be a decade of designing and posting these trips. And I remember after the first one, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm never traveling by myself with my kids again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always bringing the homies because it does it does change the the dynamic. I mean there's a lot that goes into it on the back end, right? Logistically and we spent weeks planning this and <clears throat> contacting, you know, you guys did a great job of like connecting me with resources down there for the transportation. I think what I've learned after the last decade is that like if you if you organize the logistics well and because I'm not only a teacher but I'm a mom and I and mm-hmm. I've traveled with my children since birth as well. I, I already kind of have a flow or can anticipate a lot of the things that we need. And those are the things that I think stress parents out when you travel, right? Oh, our ride didn't show up on time. And now my, my crazy kids are running around the airport rolling on the floor, right? Like these are the moments <laughs> that you get all stressed out because things don't go as planned. So a lot of the work that we do, you know, that we did collaboratively on the front end was to set up those logistics so that it's not on the shoulders or on the backs of the parents that are attending. I mean, my goal is really like once you get there, you just roll. You just get to enjoy mm-hmm. and everything is provided for you, but not in the way of like, I think it's I like think a it's tour. Important. Yeah, it's important to distinguish that this is not like a Disney yeah, cruise. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is not like an all-inclusive <laughs> resort, which Yeah. They, in certain ways do that. You know, when you show up with your family, there are certain amenities that are available to you. The thing that differentiates the way we traveled and the way I like to travel is that it's authentic relationships. Like the thing Mm -hmm. that made Oaxaca beautiful was that we were there with you, with your parents, with your family, and we're being guided by folks that live in that in that day to day. So it's not fabricated. We didn't invent experiences for people. They were walking (laughs) in the shoes as though we were in, we lived in Oaxaca,
0: which is, that's so special, you know? Yeah, it was, it was really special. And Mm -hmm. I was, you know, I think I, I've been with my kids to Oaxaca many times and, you know, I'm always like, Hey, let's do this. Let's do that. And they're like, all right, whatever, you know, they're like, eh but this time where their friends were there they were actually i saw like i saw the way that they act in school i'm going to say i don't know like it was different right it was very different i saw them engaging i saw them very interested i saw them learning i saw them participating I saw them actually like, let's do this. Whereas like other times I have to drag them and they're like, why do we have to go again? Why do we have to do this? Why can I just stay here? You know, I think as they get older, like Krista, she's mm-hmm. 11 now. Uh, she's just like, I'm tired. I don't want to go. I don't want to do this. And this time she was like, when are we leaving? What time are we doing this? When are we seeing the kids? And they were actually building stronger friendships, which I thought like that was great because now they're going to have this experience to look back. And amongst them, they're going to have like a stronger relationship, you know, the kids. And, you know, I again, I think the parents, we were just like, we could actually just relax and sit at some point, like, oh, let's, you know, let's sit down and have a drink or let's sit down and eat. And the kids would, pretty much take care of themselves. I don't know. It was, it was pretty, it was like, it was crazy because again, because I think when I travel and when people travel, you're like, oh my God, I have to like make sure that the kids are, you know, are, what are they doing? Are we entertaining them? Are we doing this? But traveling with friends was a totally different experience. Again, I was skeptical, honestly. And I know a lot of people are skeptical, but my husband was like, We should always go with people with other people so that they can have fun together.
2: Yeah, and I felt like it it helps us a tag team too, right? Like, cause like all the adults don't have to be on at the same time. We could send Mm -hmm. one of the dads to go like check or like deliver the food, and it does it does look it 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 lightens the burden, uh, so to speak, in that regard. But yeah, yeah, and
0: I think even from like packing, right, because it was. It was a more like relaxed mood. I've realized I've learned from my sister. I've really, I've really taken it down. You know, my sister is really, really good at packing. Like, I think she takes a backpack sometimes. I'm like, I don't even know how she does that. But I know you do <laughs> that too, Rebecca. You know, I have actually gone down as the time has passed.
1: Oh, wow. Paulina, getting rid of that bag. I know.
0: I know. Trust me. I used to take a whole maleta per person and like take, Three different outfits because we might change or we might do this or we might go out or we might. I'm like, the kids don't need much. I realize that the kids don't need much. They like to just, no sé, les encantan andar sucios. <laughs> you know, and they're just like exploring.
1: And it is funny that one time I did show up with a backpack and everybody was so perplexed. Like, where's your luggage? I'm like, girl, we're going for a day. <laughs> Why would you need a luggage? <laughs> Backpacks because Yeah. I need. I, like, what else do I need?
0: <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, the kids were just like, all I need is a little light sweater. I just want to be my friends. I just want to kick it. I just want to hang out. And I, I want to, I'm interested to know, you know, you're in, you're in your 10th year. What are, I mean, I, I think that there's, let's ask Brisia because I don't know if she is still open to travel with like many kids. What, what would be your hesitation, Bricia, on like traveling? Okay, I
1: want to just preface by asking y'all how old were the kids you guys traveled with and how many people because you guys haven't said that. Because when you say kids, are you talking about one and two-year-olds? Or are you talking about grown-ass kids from like six to 11? Very, very different experiences.
2: Well, on our our, our trip, there were about 20, 21 of us in total, right? And, mm-hmm, uh, they spanned from mm-hmm, And they spanned from the youngest would be... Sista, who is, what, five? And then mm-hmm. the oldest was uh, my daughter, which was 13. And then we had a few, a couple jovenes, you know, 18, 21-year-olds. And then the rest were adults. So we were about half and half. So half kids, half, half grown ups. But honestly, five, seven, said, had, six. I've had six months old. I've had nine-month-old people. I think a lot of people think, oh, I can't travel with my kids until they're four or five. They're not capable. I'm going to tell you right now, both of my children had passport stamps in utero and we traveled all the way through their first year and we have successfully brought that certain trips are better than others, right? Like certain trips are not designed for infants under three, but like Costa Rica, we have nine month olds that come.
1: Yeah. So here's the thing for me for travel, right? Like when I think about travel, I just think of the experience that I as a grown up, would have. These kids Uh are not going to remember, okay? My two-year-old ain't going to remember that she went to Spain or Paris or France or wherever. She's not. She's going to have pictures and be like, Oh my God, Mom, that's the reason you took me. Great. Mom of the Year award. I'm talking about for me because I'm going to remember this shit, right? So for me, if I'm going to go travel somewhere with my two-year-old, I need to have someone, some sort of community to help and to stay with my kid. Make sure she doesn't die while I try to have some fun. Traveling with mm-hmm. a five-year-old, a five-seven—I mean, your kids probably are five, eight, and eleven. That's a—that's a great age. I'll take them anywhere because they—they're you're not you're not worried they're going to die and you know fall off a cliff somewhere, right? Like you're past that stage. And I don't for know, me,
0: I don't know. I'm so no, worried. <laughs> we didn't right,
1: go into the Agua
0: because we were scared <laughs> they were going to jump that's off the cliffs. So. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, because I there's think a lot, the more I mobile mean, they are, yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, I think that. When you travel with other kids who are seven, eight, nine, they they can roll as a pack. It, you can create community. I think from zero to even four, maybe three, I tend to just be, mm, am I going to have a good time? And where am I going to stay? And it's going to be more like indoor activities. It's going to be more of things that I can, that I know I'm going to be babysitting. I'm not going to be enjoying the travel as much. So I tend mm. to, if I'm doing travel with zero to three, I have to be very mindful of where I choose to go, especially nap mm-hmm, times because if they don't take, if they don't take naps. They're going to get all weirded and then there's time change. And like, why do I want to go somewhere to just deal with a crying infant? I can do that at home. So I need to be, I like to be mindful of where I go from zero to three. Now, when I travel with my son, I can go anywhere because he's seven, He's going to enjoy everything. We can chat about everything. We can go have fun. I can have a couple glasses of wine with him. Then we walk around. You know what I mean? It's fine. It's, it, I find it a little bit more manageable. That's just where I am when it comes to family trouble. But I also understand that I am not that parent that's very adventurous and going and let's go. I'm more of like, my life is hectic enough as is. I just, when I travel, I want to chill. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's just me. Everyone is different. Yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense. I don't know if I answered your question.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, but I think like a lot of the, and that was, I think my, my, my thought before, but I do know like the families that we travel with have traveled before many times and gone everywhere since the babies were little. And I I've never experienced, and, and they have traveled together with different families. Like this is something that they do, and this is something new for me.
1: Yeah, I think traveling with families would make sense because then it's mm-hmm. who's the person who's going to stay with the kids today while the rest of us have fun. Alright, you, and then tomorrow mm-hmm. you. It's you know it's com- it's community. It's it's, it's yeah. All, I mean, I would love to travel with two families. That sounds awesome. But is the other family have? I think it's I think it's important that with the families you travel with, they have same age kids. I think that's very important mm-hmm. because it sucks if you're going with a one-year-old and everyone is six, then you're, then literally there's one parent behind the one-year-old the entire time while everyone's having fun. And that sucks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 But like, I think what I gained from this was like, you know, if you have friends, I mean, cause I think we all hang out with friends that have, like, you're not going to go with like someone that doesn't have, like, we're talking about friends of our children, right? So we're talking about friends for their children. You would be talking about people that have the same similar ages with the kids that you have. So that's what we're talking about, like traveling with people that have similar ages, similar como te diré gustos. So forming a community that can that you guys can move together. In uh, in my experience, it's it was my first time, and I would say that I was very pleased. I was very pleased. And I, I actually didn't, I, it was the time that I struggled the least with my children, bedtimes, food, tantrums. They're tired.
2: Think, <laughs> they go straight to sleep after playing all day straight with their
0: They yeah. are like, they were not, I didn't, you know, usually when I go, it's like, ah, they're fighting with each other. They're like, oh my God. And this time they were not, I don't remember like, six that giving me a tantrum in the whole time that I was there which was a lot to say with her but I want to also just encourage people to take away that fear that I had of traveling with a lot of people I actually thought oh my god honestly I was like I don't know how this is gonna go I was really nervous I was like I don't know how this is gonna go I don't know how we're gonna move like how we're we gonna all move together with the kids mostly with the kids right Adult is like Para te vamos, like, stop complaining. I thought the people that were going to be complaining the most were the kids. I honestly thought, because I know my kids. I know my kids. I know how much they complain. And I thought they were (laughs) going to be complaining a lot. And there was zero complaints the whole time. They were actually very, very happy. Very happy the whole time that we were there. They were tired every night. And the next morning, they were eager to go and just, like, go. Like, I've never seen them so engaged and active you know even though we've gone to oaxaca so many times even though they know they were the ones like that know this i i haven't seen them like that before and i think i know so i'm sure again, they
1: felt like I'm, i also feel like i'm sure they felt as if they were showing them their world right because they've been there so long so they probably felt very empowered like this is oaxaca yeah. guys this is where my, my mom is from and i've been here before i've eaten here before because Kids are totally like that. Like I've seen kids in their element and when they're in their element, bringing someone in, they feel very empowered, very grown up. Like, oh, you've never eaten chapulines? What? I eat them all the time. (laughs) Oh, you've never had chocolate from Oaxaca? Oh, let me show you, you know? So I think it's so, so beautiful and so amazing to see someone's world through their eyes as children. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I've only been to Oaxaca with you. I've never done any of your other trips, but I've heard many great things with the parents. So as a parent, can you just share a little bit of what the experience is like as an adult traveling with other children and adults? Because I feel like a lot of people think, like, oh, I don't want to be dealing with other people's kids. Yeah. You know, I already have enough with my own. I don't want to be de- dealing with other people's kids.
2: Well, I mean, I think. Let's just be clear also about, you know, what you said around having folks with you that have shared values. I think, you know, this was kind of a rare combination of people because our children have been together since they were babies. So they really are kind of like school siblings. You know what I'm saying? And so this Oaxaca experience was even more special for that reason, because it was like our children who have known each other their whole lives got to experience this really big and important thing. Compared to other trips, it's equally as magical. But I'm I'm going to say that like part of the reason why I started these trips was because I don't do the whole like everybody in blue hats. We're all on a schedule. There's no flexibility. I'm with a bunch of strangers that I don't know and like. I really do feel like people come to the trips because they have those shared values, like because they don't want cookie cutter experiences, because they want authentic and immersive stuff, because they share like the love for bilingualism and uh, multiculturalism, it does attract a certain, I guess, type of people to these experiences. And very rarely do we have somebody come that's like, what did I sign up for? Everybody's always pleasantly surprised. The other thing is like, I'm extremely intentional as, as a teacher and as somebody who really understands developmentally thresholds in attention that children have. Whether they're two, three, four, or seven or ten. And those attitudes, once they start getting at eight to about 14, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. We made sure that we only picked things that were engaging them all. So, like, let's just take, for example, the experience when we went to go see the Nueva Vida Collective and they were learning about natural dyes. They were literally learning at, at Krista and Aria's level, they were learning. Middle school science They were learning how If you mix this particular element With cal And you put a little bit of limon Like they were doing chemistry So at their level They were able to like engage And that's why I think They were so like Oh my gosh That's so interesting And then the little ones Were like Oh I just get to make Different colors If I squeeze things on stuff And use my fingers So I think part of it Is like number one Picking the right type Of activities That are going to keep The kids engaged So that they're happy And they're not being A pain in our butts (laughs) Number two, we only did one thing a day. Like Mm -hmm. you realize that, right? Like we only did one big thing a day and then everything else around it was built around flexibility for them needing to run, for them needing to rest, for them needing to eat. So that's another thing that I think distinguishes like what a successful day can look like with kids. I think people try to pack too much in even like, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, we're a family. This is our first time in Europe. We're going to be walking around Florence all day from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Of course, your kids are going to melt down at three and have a full on fit because they're tired. So that, that's, I guess, a tip or a trick that I could offer. Like parents, when you do travel with your kids, pick one important thing to do a day and then a handful of other more flexible things that if you make it or not, who cares? We're going to go get paletas in the square. If we make it, great. If not, if my kids are bored out of their minds and we need to walk, we walk to the Zócalo and we go get the paletas, right? We've identified this park so that I can just let them run around and play. We're going to throw a blanket on the ground and for an hour, uh, adults are going to just talk while these these fools are on the swing. That's kind of how we designed the day, Right. I think also each trip that I've done has been completely different based on the destination and who we are with. So, but you yeah, to kind of address your point around like that zero to three age. So many people say that so many people are like, they're not going to remember. So I had a, a kid that came. This is her third trip with us. She's been to Costa Rica twice and they came to family camp. When she came to family camp, she was maybe two. When she came to Costa Rica, she was three. And every time I saw this mamita, she'd be like, "Miss Rebecca, when are you taking me back to Pura Vida? I want to go back to Pura Vida. That's what she'd call Costa Rica because she remembered, she remembers the beach. She remembered being in camp. Camp is a distinct experience that I intentionally designed for parents like you, Brisia, that are like, I want to have fun too. So from
1: nine to three, the kids are in yeah, camp. Girl. Like you would drop them oh, off great. here in L.A. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is the kind of thing I like to hear. Kids club. Kids yeah. Kids club. No,
2: it's, it is, it is, but it's educational. Like they're at school with other kids from Costa Rica, learning Spanish, doing activities.
1: That's why I like the resorts I go to. They have kids club and they start and you can just drop off the kids and like, peace, bye. Me and I are going <laughs> to yep. go get some margaritas and piña coladas. I'll see you in five hours. Yes.
2: Um, Yeah. And then, you know, in the evening, you still have that moment. You still have that like, oh, we're good parents and we spend time with our kids and we had dinner together and we're a family. (laughs) And the, the truth of it is I have a whole series of pictures. I call it the knockout series. It's literally pictures of all the kids asleep on the bus with their like mouths open snoring because you like have three hours to like have dinner with your kids and have a beautiful bonding moment. And then by 730, they're out, they're asleep. And then your husband and you're back to like drinking your cocktails and having a good time. And we have a lot of families that I think it offers flexibility, right? Where you, I think another thing is lodging. So I want to, I want to comment on that, Paulina. Like it was so beautiful. We found a bed and breakfast where all of us could be together, but separate. Sometimes Mm -hmm. when you share a house with another family, like, I think I know a lot of people or like the wife won't care, but the husband's like, I don't want to share a bathroom with them. Like I want our own space. But we like we found a bed and breakfast where each of us could have our own little bungalow. So if you needed to separate out, if you wanted to take a rest, if your kids are tired and they needed to go down for a nap, they could do that. And then we had a space that was dedicated for the kids to play in, kind of like our little sala. They had their like own little living room with a TV and they had their like switches and they could play games. And they even had a jacuzzi tub. At one point we had like eight kids in the jacuzzi together. But I think that's important too, right? Knowing yourself, knowing your thresholds yeah. for being with other people, and being able to say, mm-hmm. "I need to tap out now. I'm tired of being with you. <laughs> I need to go to my room, or
0: I need to take a rest, or I need to go sit at the bar and not be bothered." Yeah, that's what. I, that's one of the things that I really like. Porque you know, it's like they said, "Estamos juntos pero no revueltos." Like you're right. You know, I I want to spend time with people, but I also need to not be with people, and I want to be on, on my own. And I really like the way that you design that where it's like okay we're together for a while but if people want to go rest sleep not be here they have spaces to go and it doesn't feel like we all have to be on top of each other the whole time and also I think it was the best idea to have that space for the kids because you know that was where they they, that's where they got um, a $350 bill on uh, piña coladas (laughs) 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 Uh, and you know they were just having the greatest time eating, you know, memelitas and piña coladas, uh, you know, and virgen, virgen, not, virgen, virgen piña coladas. Uh, one afternoon they racked up the bill, uh, three hundred and fifty dollars on piña on virgin piña coladas because I mean, the adults were out there, <laughs> seven, like seven.
2: But with the like, it wasn't Sixta. It wasn't Sixta ordering them. It was probably believe, the oldest three.
1: <laughs> concerned was, about this
0: and they were you know while we the adults were like chatting and just doing that we were like okay the kids you know are in their in their play area or whatever and they were just down in piña coladas left and right and memelitas they they were the guys were just like memelitas left memelitas memelitas um but i think it's important i think someone I think, just
1: took you guys for like, like
0: I, no, I think someone did not I,
1: I think someone back <laughs> no, in your kitchen was not. like, son turistas, echen extra, no van a decir nada.
2: <laughs> No, porque I was like, you know, hey, it, let them have whatever they want. If they're, if they're hungry, <laughs> mm, you give dollars in
1: Mexico is a lot of money. Girl, and and let, nuggets, me, let me do the math. Girl, nuggets, let me do the math really memelitas quick. Memelitas
2: and virgen piña coladas. Memelitas, chicken nuggets.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> let me do the math real quick. I don't do public math. I need my calculator. 350 <laughs> divided by seven. That's fifty dollars a pop. Yeah, mm, in Mexico, times twenty, that's a thousand pesos a kid. There's no way. Alguien les dio la cara. <laughs> Just FYI,
0: it was it was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, you know, but you know, it was, it was it was it was it was perfect the way it was because they had their own space, and you know, again, I think it's 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 a really. If you're thinking about traveling, you're like, oh my God, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Be mindful of these things. Be mindful of like having a space where the kids can hang out. And then you as an adult can have a space where you can just be on your own and zone out. And just be like, we're just going to chill out here and the kids can go and play. That was the time where they had like Nintendos. They didn't have iPads, but they had Nintendos. They had movies. They had books. They had coloring stuff where they would entertain each other, entertain themselves after the day. And yeah, we would start the day early because the kids are used to starting the day early. You know, they go to school, they go to school, they go in at eight in the morning, nine in the morning. So we would start the day early, have an activity, have breakfast, have an activity. And then after that one activity, when they were like, wow, that's amazing. Then we would get on the bus and just bump some music for them. And they were like, you know, they thought it was... They thought it was a party the whole time, and the adults. We you know we were just talking, and we would go to like we would go there back to the hotel, or you know walk around, and it felt safe. It also felt safe that you're not the only adult watching your kids, but there's other people actually keeping an eye on them. Because I feel like that's sometimes where I'm like, oh my god, like it's only my responsibility, but you know the there were other parents and other adults watching them, and I feel like the kids are. Better behave with other people.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: They are. They are better behave with other people. Like, if I would tell another kid, like, hey, don't do that or, you know, be careful, they would listen. They would listen to me more than, you know, because that usually happens. I feel like my kids, when they're with other people, they behave a certain way. And when they come to me, they're like, ah, no, I don't want to do it, you know? So when there's other people around that can be like, hey, you know, be careful or do this, they were like, okay. Or Miss Rebecca would be like, you know they she would be like the teacher and the kids were like yes yes miss rebecca and I was like this is amazing i should travel with rebecca the whole time cuz they actually listen to her i'm telling you cuz you have you that guys, teacher voice your kid but i
2: also have been their teacher since they were born so they see me like that i remember one meal like everybody asked me could they get off the table Oh, I said, Mr. Rebecca, can I get off the table? Am I done now, Miss Rebecca? And I was like, dang, how did I get the? And then I was like, I forgot. I was like, oh yeah, because I'm their teacher. But having that authority figure, but I think you're right, Paulina, it's not just me as the teacher, like it was somebody mm-hmm. else's parent telling you, siéntate bien. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, let me sit down. <laughs> it it yeah. does, it does yeah. help to have
0: other authorities that aren't you. They act so different when the parents aren't in the they room. Act so different. They act so different. I was very surprised. I was very surprised. I don't know if it's the same because we've traveled with family, you know, we've traveled, I've traveled with my sister, my brother, my parents, and it was different. It was very different. It's not the same vibe because they know that they know, they know that, you know, it's Tia Bricia or Tia Tita or Tio Nano, you know, it's different than when it was like Mia or Maria and they were like, hey, kids do this or do that. And they were like, okay. And they would behave. I was very surprised about that. I was actually very surprised about that, too. But you know, I, like I said, that's another, you know, that's that's a tip too. You know, when you have another other people, you know, kids behave better, have a have a space where the kids can hang out and, you know, just take turns as an adult to just watch the kids. And really, really, honestly, when you travel with them uh, like that, I didn't, I I don't, I didn't really give them their, I didn't see the kids on devices this time that we were there. They were actually playing and entertaining each other. And I thought that was a good thing because they were actually enjoying it. They were not zoned out. They were not zoned out. Even when they were playing Nintendo, they were actually competing against each other or talking or doing other things which I thought was like like really, really nice, you know, for them. It was all done
2: in community, too. So even if it was like two kids playing, all the younger kids were watching or the older kids were like coaching them on like what to press so that they could jump higher. It It was really beautiful and really was only on like the parents night out that they actually were on the devices. Other all the other times they were in the pool. I think outdoor space, too, is a really important thing, too. I think a lot of times when we travel as a family, like you think, oh, I'll just get a hotel room. But that the hotel mm-hmm. room, I think, is probably 80% of the cause of why parents go crazy. Like, far, mm-hmm. f- three, four, five people in one room with two beds, like, it's just a recipe for crazy. But when they have, like, free space or outdoor space so they can run around, it's so much easier.
0: Hey, that's why I do Airbnb every time I go somewhere, because... They need that space. And as a parent, I need to be away from my kids. I want to be away from people, but I also want to be away from my kids <laughs> at some point. I'm like, you guys go to the other room, watch TV. Let me be here by myself because I am done with you all. That's a, that. That's that's true. That's true. And like having outdoor space for them is really important. I remember one time we just took them to Saga Abricia and we're like, okay, run, just do whatever you guys want. They we're like, ah! They actually went and they found like ranitas, they found frogs yeah. and they were fishing for frogs and they were looking for grasshoppers and they were just like running. They We just sat down and watched them run and so that funny. was the best.
1: It's so funny listening to us back. I mean, I'm the same way, I'm the same way. But I'm like, oh, my God, the kids were running. That's so crazy, right? They were just <laughs> running around because we're so LA, right? Like the idea of kids right? running wild—it's so like—and the kids, we just went to the meadow and they just ran in nature. Wow, <laughs> it,
0: <laughs> it is
1: <laughs> right. For, that's crazy. Like How that crazy. crazy LA people we are. Sorry to hey, anyone no. listening to Hungry this. Jungles, what can I jungle. say? We live in LA. Okay, don't judge. Yeah,
0: or kids that barely they. <laughs> my my let me tell you something sabina was like mom sabina was like mom we've never walked in the streets this much i'm like how sad is this like this is so sad that she thinks that she's never walked in the streets before but it's It's true true, we don't we don't we don't walk on the streets guys we don't you know so i think you know another tip for me would be like if you're looking for a place to travel with your children Look for outdoor space. Look Speak
1: for outdoor for yourself, space. yourself, Paulina. Listen, my kids are walking every single day to school to and from. Okay, <laughs> you walk to pick up the, the the or free range uh, extra more chickens. I don't know what you're talking
2: about. <laughs> Wait, oh I have God. a question for you, Paulina. I have a question for you. Can <laughs> I ask you a question? What, yeah. if anything, what would you have changed? Or what do you think we could have done differently? Look at uh, Rebecca
1: speaking like a true business owner. Look at Rebecca speaking like a true business owner. It's like, tell me after all this amazing work that I did, after <laughs> all this great feedback, tell me what I did wrong. Yeah. Uh, that is I such a business. No, because I know this is such a, I get it, girl. We're every every business owner is the same way. Like everyone can give you all the flowers, all the praise, and you're like, amazing, amazing, but tell me where I failed.
2: <laughs> yeah. But no, I think it, it informs to improve. also the offering. Of like, course. if you said, no, yeah. hey, look, don't ever take me another place without a pool. Like, the pool was so magical. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that then informs. No, I think that's course. a good tip for people too to understand, like, oh, wow, that really made, that would have made a difference or that made a difference. So, anyway. There right. you go. Tell her what she did wrong.
0: I don't. I mean, honestly, I don't know. I I don't know. I would have to think about that. I don't know. Uh, Maybe I think maybe what we what we would have to do is just like have a day for a a full day for adults only. You know, I know we had a parents night out, but the half of the day we were with the kids and, you know, but I think like uh, as an adult, you know, like my sister was saying, you know, she wants to spend time with her husband and she doesn't want to think about the kids for like a whole day. Maybe that that would be something where it's like let's separate a full day, like a full experience for adults. But again, you know, it, this was a family trip, so it's different, right? We were thinking about going back at some point next next year and and doing the mushroom experience just women. Uh, hey. We also did a we also did a with uh, with the husbands, which was very interesting, Ricia. Very interesting. We did a full temascal with men, and men are weak. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, just saying. She said it, I did Bam.
1: Shots fired. They're not listening.
0: Any of the men that were there, we're not, no. not going to listen what? to this. You'll be
1: surprised. I'm telling you, men come up to me and they tell me they listen to this show and it freaks me out.
0: So, Jimmy, Jimmy, we love you. You did it, man. You survived. Amen.
1: Jimmy, we you did it, but, you still a, but you're still a little... Mm, I'm just kidding. I don't even <laughs> no,
2: know, Jimmy. No, no. <laughs> hey all the women that were in there were like you know the men were like oh we're dying we're not gonna make it and we were like (laughs) we pushed babies out of our bodies suck it up you know like stop
1: complaining yeah
0: stop complaining come on keep going you can do this we were in there for three and a half hours it was a lot
1: okay that i don't even know what i don't even want to hear any of this three okay you guys are wild and crazy (laughs) can hang with y'all we were in there three and a half hours that's, you know oh what that's important to be with your community you know what i mean yeah. if y'all hang out with people like, that can do three and a half hours with the mezcal that's all you that's like community
0: hey i'm gonna tell you something those friendships are gonna last for a long yeah. time because we were in, in there our for max. three and a half hours we're yeah, bonded. three and a half hours three I mean, and a half so. hours because of all the translating that needed to happen nah. <laughs> We bonded in sweat like we sweat together <laughs> for three and a half hours <laughs> three and a half hours in there that was crazy, but anyway, thank you, Rebecca, for this uh, really great experience. For all the, you know, I think, I mean, I think these are great tips for people when they're choosing place to travel, who to travel with. Choose your travel partners wisely. Choose your choose your travel partners wisely. But we were very lucky. I think it was uh, the group that was meant to be was meant to be. There was even someone that had no kids, Bricia. That was someone that had Two. no kids. Two people Two. that had no kids, and they and they had a great time with us. So. That was amazing to I, women that I had I no kids. What, so they say. So they say. No.
1: They, they, I think we're gonna have must, to take Benicia they, next time. We're gonna have to take no, you so I, you can, I'm so you not, can I, I mean drink I'm sure I'll have a great time with you. No, I'm no no no. no. I'm not, I'm sure. I mean, again, I I I am I'm not saying I'm not gonna do it. I love traveling with people with the same amount of kids. Me? If I'm travel if I'm if I'm a single lady traveling with families, nah. Number one, these kids, these, whoever you're talking about, they must be incredibly amazing human beings just as humans. They (laughs) must be the kindest, most beautiful, and the kind of people that, like, when you look at their phone, their screensaver is, like, their niece or nephew. These are the kind of people they are. Because (laughs) they are are amazing. Yeah, there you go. It's just, they're just pure, wonderful souls. I'm not a pure, wonderful soul. So like I couldn't hang. Pure, like if I'm not going if like she if said, I'm, not, I'm not a pure wonderful soul. No, I'm not. If I'm going to vacation just with me and my husband, there is zero chance in hell I'm going to hang out with other families with children. I'm running away from that. So shout out to yeah, these no, women. one of
0: the, one of them stayed from like beginning to end like till the last day. She was like going strong. So I, you know, I love you, girl. You're my girl, Charlene, forever. Yeah. That was great. La Duquesa del Mezcal. <laughs> La Duquesa del Mezcal. <laughs> the Duchess of Mezcal. Oh, my God. So funny. Please, Rebecca, share with our listeners where they can follow you. How can they join one of these wonderful trips that you put together for families? How can they sign up for next week, next year's Pura Vida? Hey, man. Camp. Camp is the Baricia special. You
2: drop your kids off from (laughs) nine to three. And we even have like optional activities in the evening. We do a parent's night out with like farm to table dinner and all these beautiful things. So, yeah, camp is going to be July 10th to the 28th. We're going to do three weeks in Costa Rica. You can come for one week, two weeks, three weeks. Some people just rent a house for the month and like camp out and live there and then send their kids to school every day.
1: Let me tell you something. Just really quick about the present, how present it is. I don't want to, I hardly said anything in this show, so I'm going to say something. I went to a birthday party this past weekend. It was a birthday party. I didn't take my daughter. My daughter's two. It was a birthday party for my son. He's seven and his friends, seven to eight, nine-year-old kids. There was a mom and everybody always asked like, why, why don't you bring your daughter around? I'm like, girl, because I don't want to chase a two-year-old around this entire party. Like, I just want to <laughs> sit. And there was a mom with her two-year-old and she was hanging out with him and playing with him and just sitting with him and I went up to her and I was like, dang, you're a great mom. You're just a great human being. Maybe I'm just not there yet. <laughs> but she was just like <laughs> sitting there and I'm like, wow. So there's like two types of people. You know, there are the moms, like like my, my brother's wife is exactly like this. Like she's there, she sits, she plays, she hangs out. You know, she's like in the moment. Me, I'm like, take my child, I want to relax. I do not want to chase a child around. So I feel like there's like two kinds of moms, you know, the good ones. And then the ones who are just trying their best. I'm the second. Everyone is a
2: good mom. Everyone's just trying their best. (laughs) And it's okay. You don't, I'm, listen, I am mommy maestra, but I was not that mom that sat down and like, let's build the thing with the blocks. No, I just provide them the blocks. And I'm like, you go play. (laughs) <laughs> so trust and believe yeah. there's no judgment there, but yeah, come, come on, come on down to Costa Rica. Um, we'll see what other adventures are in store for 2023. I think camp is the best of both worlds. If you are that hands-on parent that wants to do all the things, or you're not either way, your kids are getting a very rich experience and then you're with community. You're not alone. We all kind of stay in the same area, which is nice too. So even walking, strolling in the streets, you'll like Come across other parents of kids that are in the program. You can make friends or don't. You can do as much joining. Cause I, I do, I have a lot of families that are like, I'm not joiners. I don't do group stuff. I don't want to be with people I don't know or even with people I do know. And that's the beauty of, I think, the way that we design the summers is you just do whatever you want to do. So, familygo.global, come kick it with us. And let's see if Paulina agrees to another round of some Oaxaca adventure. <laughs> Either way, we're doing it just for the mamacitas.
0: <laughs> we're definitely, we're going to, we're going to go back. We're going to go back. All right. Well, thank you so much, Rebecca. And uh, it, your personal Instagram, if people want to be friends with you, you know, like
2: me. At Family go Global for my uh, business stuff. And then I'm at Becatica for my personal
0: Perfect. Thank you so much, Rebecca. And uh, yeah, we'll do brief later and see what we, what we, what we're going to do next. Thank you ladies. So good to be with you and hope to travel with you again
2: soon.
1: Ciao. Hey sisters. Thank you so much for listening. Hope all of you guys are subscribed to our newsletter. If you're not, make sure you hit that subscribe button on superromas.com we will be sending out invites to upcoming events, promos, and super cool surprises your way. And of course, you can always keep up with us through the gram at underscore supermamas, and on Twitter, also at underscore supermamas, and in the face at supermamas podcast. Oh, one more thing: we want to hear your
0: supermama moment of the week to share with all of you sisters. Call into our hotline, 424-329-3707, and leave us a message, or simply email us a voice note to hello at supermamas.com. Very soon, we could be featuring you on the show. Please remember to leave your name and Instagram handle for a chance to be featured. Much love, and see you you next week. week. Supermamas!